and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show enjoy i'm getting cats in the cradle oh from your kid yeah no, i talked about it uh, like a year or two ago my uh my i now- get i get mike and the mechanics <laughs> so just depressing songs <laughs> yes yeah. uh so uh my son a couple years ago he's 18 now right and uh senior wrapping up his senior year of high school so a couple years ago you know divorced you know divorced parents so like you know this weekend here this weekend there you know, I'd get the phone call, hey, Dad, uh, can I borrow the car keys? Uh, I'll catch you later. And uh, <laughs> and so, uh, I get the, you know, you get the text, hey, I know I'm supposed to come down this weekend, but, like, my buddy's having a party. Do you mind if, like, you know, if, uh, you know, I can borrow the car keys? Like, do you remember uh, the, the age you were when you didn't want to be around your parents? Probably about this age, right? Uh, middle school, probably. Okay. Uh, high school. Like, you start hanging yeah. out with high school buddies. And, and you can't, as a parent, you get bummed, but, like, you can't get mad at them. Yeah. I want them to have a social life. So you're like, yeah, man, like, yeah, because we were just going to, like, watch movies on the couch like we did when you were seven. So I get it, you know, okay, sure. Like, I, I refuse to let my kid go away to college unless he's got a full ride at a real nice place. And I'm like, nah, dude, you go right to Rowan. Uh, you say that now. You're 20 minutes away. Well, see, my son's nah. going to Rowan, yeah. and he's he's staying there. I want him to stay on campus. I want him to experience that. I want him to get out because I, I don't want my kid being 30 and at home. Yeah. And I think that's a big problem with – Tiger, your generation, is you guys have this safety net of living at home. No one wants to move out of mom and dad's house anymore. And your son's out of the house, so there's no coming back. It's over now. You're That's on how home. it worked with yeah. me. Yeah. I went away to college. That was it. Now yeah. my parents helped me here and there. But other than that, I, I moved back home maybe three to six months since I was 18. And uh, and so, you know, my son a couple years ago, you know, hey, you know I can't come down because I got this. Then he got a job. And then it was like, well, I got to work, you know. And uh, you know, work's busy, Dad. So, uh, and it, it, it was the Cats in the Cradle song. And so uh, now, my daughter, who's turning sixteen, I'm getting Cats in the Cradle from her now. Oh no! <laughs> so now she's hitting me up, and she's like, "I know I'm supposed to be down Friday night, but one of the girls at school, like the cool girls, oh, ha- having yeah. a birthday party. Do you, going on, yeah. Do you, do you mind if I go to the birthday party and?" I'm not, what am I going to be, the mean dad and say, no, instead you're going to hang out with with me. Dad in his terrible horror movie night isn't going to yeah. happen this Friday. Yeah. No so, cake for you. Yeah. yeah. So no, go ahead. And I, I was like, you want me to come to the party with you? Like it's a roller skating <laughs> party when she was eight. I'll drop you off and pick you up. So, you know, what's eventually going to happen is uh, I'm going to be so busy or I was so busy that now the, the, the tides have turned. And now I want to spend time with my kids, and my kids are telling me no. Yeah, and I hate to break uh, it to you. We're busy. It's, it's only going to get worse. Oh, yeah. You know? it's just, this is Once it. my this son is goes beginning. to college this uh, fall, yeah. I, I'll see him maybe if he has laundry to do. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. No, no, it's me, Dad. Me. Who? Yeah. Yeah, hey, hey, Pops. <laughs> and I'm just sitting in a chair smoking a Winston, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> sipping on an old Milwaukee, you know? <laughs> 
Maybe we don't let a dumb wrestler take the microphone at a press hold conference. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dumb isn't how I would refer this man. Uh, is he smart? No, but... I mean, I know I can't see him. John Cena. <laughs> My kid loves this guy. John. All kids love John Who Cena. Who doesn't? Yeah. I love John Cena. He did that terrible movie where he was a firefighter. It is, that is an awful and, movie, and by he the fa- way. He found, <laughs> he found kids in a house that was burning down, and he took them into the firehouse, and no one knew how to take care of them. He's good at, like, the third part in a movie. He's not good when he's the star of the movie. Oh, Daddy's Home. He's fantastic. Like, he's good in Daddy's Home, yeah. uh, C-Blockers. He was really good in, but he's not the star. Like, and this Fast and Furious franchise, he's just, like, one of the villains. John Cena, you can't see me, uh, has apologized to fans in China after he referred to Taiwan as a country. Now, dumb wrestler or not, I wouldn't know that Taiwan's not. I thought Taiwan was a country, too. Apparently not. China owns Taiwan, and it's considered a territory. And uh, China is very butthurt that John wouldn't know that and thought it was its own governing country. What? <laughs> you can't see me. Is he sp- okay? <laughs> is he trying to prove how smart he is by talking in their native tongue? Yes. Wait, that's him talking? Yeah. Sounds like Jabba the Hutt. So he's like eager to find. Information. So critics are all calling out John saying you're pathetic and you're uh, groveling. Uh, you to, can't to, see me. To China. Uh, How do you know he's groveling? Because. That's pretty fantastic. Uh, I mean, hey, look, yeah. this guy made it from like a nobody wrestler to one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, critics are doing the same thing they did to LeBron, saying you're catering to China. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that. and like, cause, but that's where the money is, and they love these Fast and Furious movies, and that's what he's promoting is that Fast and Furious Nine. <laughs> yeah, I'd say he's catering to China. Johnny Knoxville has spoke about the ongoing feud between the Jackass Four production and Bam Margera. He's been bashing Knoxville and everyone else involved with Jackass Four after he was fired from the film due to a contract mandating he they stay sober. Uh, Bam Margera says the expectations were not fair and like in the situation of torture. Well, we want Bam to be happy and healthy and get the help he needs, said Johnny Knoxville. We tried to push that along. I think that it's really all I want to say about it. He later added, I don't want to get into a public back and forth with Bam. I just want him to get better. Uh, Bam Margera, who has been trying to get sober for years and is a mess, uh, he said his heart hurts that he's not part of the new Jackass film. I mean, do you expect any better? Like, look at the movies they made. These guys all were going to get hopped up on drugs and alcohol. Right, yeah, I know. You know, they were t- they, they were t- taking rockets over lakes. So you're telling me everyone on Jackass 4 now is sober? Or at least to the point where they can 
Function. They're all old. I mean, Johnny Knoxville's like 52. I get what he's saying. I mean, he was there kind of from the beginning, but I guess. But it's an insurance thing. Like, they can't have a guy, like, super hot. Now, look, on the first one, I'm sure they were all baked. Right. I'm sure they were all on all kinds of substances. But as the movies make money and you have a production company behind you, you can't have guys who are just known drug users. But can't you get him to do the things the other guys won't because he is on drugs? Like, hey, he's going to water slide ins- into lava. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Sure How is. sad is it? That's a, that's the jackass four we're at now. Like, we're, it, we're it's it's just watching Bam at a doctor and a doctor telling him he needs to quit <laughs> booze and drugs. Like, that. that's where we're at. You know, Johnny gets a colonoscopy, but it's not fun, 20-year-old Johnny. It's because he needs a colonoscopy. You think you've got it bad. A woman was caught on video jumping over a barrier to feed a hot Cheeto to a spider monkey in a zoo. (laughs) She's lost her job and now facing possible criminal charges. Since the footage went viral, Lucy Ray was identified by Texas law firm uh, where she worked as a paralegal. She was fired due to her behavior in the video. The El Paso Zoo is also pressing charges. In the video, the woman can be seen getting up close and personal with two of the spider monkeys, feeding them both. She was attempting to feed them hot Cheetos. It is unclear if they actually ate any, said the director of the zoo. From the video, they were more disturbed with her being there uh, than really the food. Uh, Staff at the El Paso Zoo were not aware of what had taken place until seeing the video after the fact. uh, The guy who runs the zoo called the woman both stupid and very lucky. Yeah, I guess that's just a deep move. I guess you want to see the spider monkey react to the hot Cheetos. Is that what it is? Because you know they eat bananas. Yeah, but I think monkeys eat anything. Well, it will eat anything, sure, but he's not going to like it. Because I know uh, I used to go to Great Adventure and feed giraffes Twizzlers. Yeah, that can't be yeah. good for them, right? But they would just you just hold the Twizzler outside your window and a giraffe would just but come up. But it looks and... like an animal that would enjoy a Twizzler. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. My buddy used to train racehorses, and he would he would take me and the, uh, the kids when they were little uh, over to the racetrack, and all the horses eat is candy. Oh, yeah. Like those, those old candies your mom had, those hard candies. The horses, that's all we fed them. Yeah, like, and apparently steroids. Yeah, sugar and steroids. <laughs> a Georgia county asked residents to stop calling 911 over what, JoJo? Oh, stop calling 911 because it's too hot outside. Cicadas. Uh, they're emerging from a 17-year hibernation. Multiple reports are coming in from Union County of alarms in the area. Uh, Union County Fire and Rescue and EMT said... Well, I don't even uh, know what a cicada is. If what they're is like this? big moth-looking oh, things. Yeah. Oh, you know what we used to have here? Remember gypsy moths were a thing in Jersey? Yeah, they yeah. come uh-huh. like every four years. I worked at trees? a tree farm, and it it annihilated the tree farm. We I used to at. put that tape around the trunk of the tree. It was supposed to stop them from going up. Uh, the EMT said, more than likely, these alarms are not alarms all but a bug. Trillions of insects have come out of the ground in eastern states from New Jersey to Georgia for mating season. The half-inch bugs hum at uh, equivalent of a lawnmower. They're, su- they're super loud. It's often difficult to pinpoint where the sound is coming from and can sound like a vehicle or a home alarm system. Their song can be loud enough to cause you hearing loss at 120 decibels. The cicadas don't sting or bite. So if you think or hear an alarm, it's not an alarm. It's probably just a cicada unless it's actually an alarm and a family's being murdered. Yeah, yeah. No, don't worry. It's a cicada. No, no, no. Don't worry about the gruesome screams. No, it's a cicada. Honey, I smell smoke. Is the house on fire here in alarm? No. It's a cicada. It's a cicada. You're fine. Philadelphia does it again. 
A Philadelphia restaurateur celebrated his birthday by assembling a cheesesteak that measures 510 feet long. Oh, man. Rene Cobatri, owner of Rim Cafe, recruited a team of chefs that built the two-block-long sandwich on Monday night. I said, this year, I want to make it big, I explained. Make a big party for everyone, so why not bring everyone together? And it's a couple thousand people. Uh, Gino Vento, owner of Gino's and a friend of the man, said several different varieties of cheesesteaks were included. A ravioli cheesesteak, marinara cheesesteak, a Spanish cheesesteak. The final sandwich beat the team's goal of the 480 feet. The owner said the cheesesteak will be submitted for an official Guinness World Record, but whether or not it's accepted, he doesn't know. He already plans to outdo his accomplishment next year. How much cheese width do you think they used? Uh... Just a heart attack. <laughs> just a 510-foot big old Philadelphia heart attack. So what do you do with that? I guess you just open it up for everyone just to grab guess, and go, man. huh? Yeah. 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 You would think maybe nice and send it to a homeless shelter. Yeah. You know, like here. But, I mean, how do you even get? I mean, it's a mess. Like, how would you even? It's 510. It's a city block. Yeah. You take the bucket of cheese with, right? And you just keep walking oh, down the block with yeah. it over. Think about how much Velveeta that has to, <laughs> you have to, you have to warm up to get on that dirty cheesesteak on that dirty Philadelphia city block. I guess well, no, I've been on a city block in Philly. I don't want to eat outside. There's no COVID issue there. Everyone just died <laughs> in. I forgot. King, uh, King Governor? Yeah. He's got an election he's got to win. But, I mean, no one's going to vote down the king because he's our king. I was going to say, can't he just write a rule where he just yeah. stays king? We all bow down to him. <laughs> <laughs> now presenting <laughs> King Phil It Murphy. does feel like, like the power it must yes. have. Yeah. I mean, it's got to feel great. Like He wields that COVID sword. <laughs> he's releasing a whole state so he we will, can go back to normal. He will strike down anyone who goes against his COVID policies.